hi, hey, welcome back to the Twibbly special, very Christmas episode. My name is Bill with Noel. With me, <laughs> with me, he's going to help guide Santa's sleigh last night. It's Mr. Jeff McLarge. Yes, I'm uh, shaking like a bowl full of jelly. <laughs> it's because I'm 50% jelly. That's what I had for breakfast. Ah, uh, Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas Jeff. Yeah. Happy holidays. How are you? I am uh I'm I'm up to my eyebrows in cellophane tape and Christmas present wrappings and I'm happily drinking coffee looking out at the new fallen snow and the piles of reindeer shit in my front lawn. <laughs> I'm just drinking coffee and I'm fine with that. Uh you know what the my favorite part about Christmas is? This is the same joke I make 3 years in a row now. You know what my favorite part about Christmas is? <laughs> the day after Christmas? Yeah, I don't have to listen to Christmas songs for yeah. a whole ten and a half months at least. Yep, that definitely improves the remainder of the year and the yeah. first two thirds and of the next year. Yeah, my quality of life goes up exponentially. It does. All right. So, as per tradition here at Twibley, we are going to count down the five worst Christmas songs ever. And I believe it is your turn to start this year. It is, in fact, my turn to start. As a Christmas gift to myself, I have decided to bestow upon all of us uh, the worst Christmas song I've ever heard by a famous person who used to be a lounge singer. The song is If It Doesn't Snow for Christmas by Joe Pesci. Who? Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Joe Pesci, uh, are you looking at me? No, that's not Joe Pesci. Uh, wait, are you are you talking to me? Are you looking at me? Do I make you laugh? That that's, Joe Pesci? That's the guy, yeah, from uh, Casino. He's got a Christmas and... album? <laughs> no, 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 no. He has a, an Uh-oh. album of lounge songs and okay. some covers, one of which, for some inexplicable reason, is this stupid Christmas song called If It Doesn't Snow for Christmas. Play the clip, Bill, so we can all experience the joy. I gotta hear this. If it doesn't snow on Christmas, how's fat ass gonna use that sleigh? In case of rain, would there be a train that'll speed him on his way? If it doesn't snow this Christmas, how's fat ass get around to us? Say he breaks down on his way to town, would they let him use a bus? I sent him a nice long letter and I hope it's All right, that that goes into the who the hell gave you a microphone category? Jesus. Well, I mean, he's a he's an okay singer. The songs on that whole album where he does like lounge songs are okay. He's a lounge singer, but it's yeah. stuff like this. This is so terrible. It's tacky. It's stupid. I don't know why you would you would want to do this as as Vincent Laguardia on a record that no one is gonna buy. <laughs> like no one is gonna <laughs> buy, you know. And he's playing the character from My Cousin Vinny on all these songs. Right. Sort of. Who isn't at all like the character in the film. None of the verbal, the word choices or anything like that is anything that he said, like, in relation to the film. He certainly isn't lovable either. And this yeah, song it's, it's is more like, dreadful. Yeah, it's more like he's a caricature of, like, an Italian guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what it feels like. And, and I mean, he, re- he recorded this after he retired from acting. He retired from acting in 99. I guess he got fed up with doing the stuff that he was doing. I don't know. You can only do so many Scorsese crime movies, I guess, before you're like, you know right, what? Right. I'm, I'm going to I'm punching out. I'm out. <laughs> I'm going home. <laughs> so when was this released? This album came out in like 1999, one year okay. after he retired. So he okay. retired in 98. 
Uh, this this record came out in 99. In the uh, all-seeing and all-knowing Wikipedia page, there's a delicious sentence from one of the reviews of this record, which says, Apart from a few jazzy numbers drawing successfully on Pesci's experience as a lounge singer, this album is a mound of failed songs and lame jokes, which is absolutely true. So, yeah, I, I mean, I could see this as a cash grab whenever he was, like, super popular in Hollywood, but this was, like, kind of like a retirement vanity project, which is weird. I don't know that this sold to anybody other than maybe him. Like, I don't remember this album coming out. This is one of those weird novelty records that, I don't know, overall just seems to be like a, it's almost like a, it's made to be a gag, like a gag gift. But, but yeah. we're, I mean, we're getting off track because technically the only song in this album that matters for us here on this blessed Christmas morning is yeah. If It Doesn't Snow for Christmas, where Joe Pesci drops about 30 F-bombs uh, about Santa dragging his fat behind around if there's no snow. It's right. a stupid, 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 stupid song. And it makes me long for the subtle, subtle racial humor of Dominic the Donkey. <laughs> we'll talk more about this genre of Christmas songs after. Let me let's get to my first choice. So uh my first choice for worst Christmas song ever this year comes from somebody who is a good vocalist, or great vocalist actually, Rob Halford from Judas Priest put out a Christmas album. Oh yeah. That must be that must be awesome. He definitely has the pipes for kind of operatic kind of Christmas stuff I would imagine that he would drift towards. Yeah, one would think. All right, so yeah, he came out with a Christmas album three years ago. It's called Celestial. Oh, he should have called it Screaming for Presents. That would have been that... a way better title. <laughs> that, that would be amazing. So, you know, no, it's called Celestial. And my friend Bruce is a huge Judas Priest fan. Like, Bill is to Marillion as Bruce is to Judas Priest. Right. And he was playing this at the Christmas haunt that I worked at. Uh, with him on a loop and some of it's actually really really good however once we hit this song the first noel (laughs) the first noel the angels did say was to search and push shepherds in fields as they lay in fields where they So, yeah, I was made aware at this point in time in my life that Rob Halford has an amazing voice when he is backed by electric guitars. Yeah, less so in this. I was like, what is going on here? This is awful. This is out of his, it's out of his key. It's out of his range. It's out of, out of his mind. This is terrible. Yeah, it sounds like he's really not into singing that song either. Yeah. In that one, it sounds like he's like, uh, all right, I'll do the first note. We need a filler, right? Or yeah. we need a filler, right? I've got to do this one. We've got to fill. He goes on to do like, all right, this is the least exciting Christmas. The only one that would be worse was if he was doing both parts of that David Bowie slash Bing Crosby <laughs> song. But yeah, he it sounds like he's not interested in this particular first Noel at all. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just, it's so misplaced. It doesn't seem in his wheelhouse at all. And seeing as like how bad it is, 
I, I would think they would just be like, yeah, Rob, we're just going to leave this one off the album. We got we got 42 minutes. We don't need another three over here. <laughs> hey, maybe we should do, uh, you know, if it doesn't snow this Christmas, Rob. Now, <laughs> I'm not doing the Pesci song. So. <laughs> All right. What's your next choice? <sighs> All right. Brace yourselves. My next choice is a song called Santa Looked a Lot Like Daddy, which you may have heard. There's multiple covers of this song, like all Christmas songs. Uh-huh. But I'm talking about the version that is done by the the family from the TV show Duck Dynasty, or as I like to call them, <sighs> a very specifically well-defined gene pool <laughs> that is slowly but surely building in Habsburg-quality genetic deficiencies as time goes on. This is the no diving end of the gene pool. Is the filter still on? Because it smells kind of funny in this water. Yeah. This song is a perfectly serviceable sort of novelty dumb Christmas song. The hallmark of like country and Western music in the 1960s seems to be doing Mm -hmm. these like crossover popular Christmas songs every Christmas. It's like Gene Autry doing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It's like I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. And it was originally sung by Buck Owens and the Buckaroos, who are a great country band. Buck Owens went on to be super famous, mm-hmm. was the co-host of Hee Haw. Yep. I remember his red, white, and blue guitar, picking and grinning, etc. Yep. And the song itself is perfectly fine. It's just a, a absolutely forgettable, dumb, sort of light country style Christmas song that you can imagine hearing in the supermarket. Mm-hmm. But once it gets to the family from Duck Dynasty, the Johnson family, they put everything that they have into this. And it's everything that they put into it is bad. <laughs> it's just bad. It's badly recorded. It's badly orchestrated. It has too many instruments. They're obviously all being done with a synthesizer. The family can't sing. I mean, it's just ear scratchingly bad. Well, Santa looked a lot like Daddy. Or Daddy looked a lot like him. It's not the way I had it pictured. Santa was a masseuse then. I got questions. I got a bunch of questions. I mean, obviously, this is going to be like a novelty buy, like you had just mentioned with the Joe Pesci album. Mm-hmm. You know, like a gag gift, which I well, never this- understood gag gifts. Like, just. You know, if you're going to buy something silly for me, just give me a gift certificate. I'll buy something good. <laughs> I'll buy something good. Well, I think the thing is, like, the Duck Dynasty show for a while was incredibly popular. Yeah. Right? Super popular. And it definitely dialed into the reality. T- Jeez, how do I say this in a way that isn't derogatory? Reality TV for people who generally wouldn't watch reality TV because it was, like, super down home real countrified sort of moron America. I apologize in advance for saying that, but you know it's true. World. Yeah, it, well, it was one of those, like a lot of reality shows, it was one of those shows that I think a lot of people watched, not so much as a kinship that they felt, but they kind of like felt better about themselves watching well, it. I mean, they made millions of dollars making duck decoys. I mean, that's the whole point of the show, right? It's like there's a craft yeah. component to it. But like, how many duck decoys can you... They had like 17 seasons of that show. And they merchandise every possible thing. Like oh, half yeah, of Tractor I've seen, Supply used to be Duck Dynasty stuff. I've seen like the Duck Dynasty flashlight. It's like 
I don't know how much better or worse it works than another flashlight, but we're <laughs> yeah. gonna we have an endorsement now on it with some guys with long beards. Right. Well, they, yeah, they yeah. are the pickup truck American equivalent of Hello Kitty. Yes. Because they're on everything, right? So the camouflage underwear and and whatever and they are the truck balls equivalent of Hello Kitty. Yes. <laughs> the truck truck that's equivalent of Hello Kitty. Yes. So they put out a whole record of these of these terrible Christmas songs because you know that some of course they did. Of some couple of million people who watch the show every day going, oh, you know what? I need to make my Christmas perfect. Is listening to Phil <laughs> sing Christmas <laughs> songs and the rest of his family all off harmony and out of time. This particular song was a special track, only available if you bought the album at Walmart. So further, you know, right. divesting their audience and and making it even more uh, of, yeah, a, of a because I was about to say, did it come up on my Spotify Duck Dynasty Christmas album? Probably hanging out with that Kiss record. Yeah, <laughs> you know, in the in the Walmart, the only two record albums they have there. All right, so moving on to my next choice. Wow, dude, there is a. This is another one. It was a a cover song, and poorly chosen as to who was going to do it. Uh, uh, argue, I mean, this is a live song anyway, so mm-hmm. it's like it's not like he went to the studio. Right. But we're talking about Bon Jovi. Hey, oh. Bon Jovi, John Bon Jovi making his second appearance on the worst Christmas songs ever. Remember, because he had that Star Wars one there. Uh, oh, my God. Complete. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Our first double. So John uh, Bon Jovi and the boys uh, doing their cover of Clarence Carter's. Ready for this? <laughs> uh, I'm ready. Backdoor Santa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let, let's play the clip. Yeah, that's as subtle as a heart attack, isn't it? <laughs> now, the original of this is by Clarence Carter, who is like this. You're still laughing. That's funny. Clarence Carter is like, you know, a funk uh, musician from the late 60s and early 70s. If you hear the original version of this song, you'll recognize the horns as the loop that Run DMC sampled for their Christmas in Hollis. Right. That da, 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 da. Yeah, yes. that comes from... Uh, from Clarence Carter's version. Now, Bon Jovi is just slightly less white as the guys from Duck Dynasty. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yes. taking all of the funk and soul out of the original and replacing it with hairspray, our good friend uh, John Bon Jovi just took a massive dump right on the original and not like the original was something that really moved me and made me feel good about myself on christmas morning uh-huh. you know it was just a, a fun sexy song that clarence Carter was kind of known for right um bon jovi yeah sorry sorry f minus he didn't do well at all <laughs> uh you know leave it to bon jovi to uh pat boone up a song like this and just make it yeah um, insufferably terrible yeah, that is the perfect description. He he osmified the song. He osmified. There's a I think there's a place in the world for sort of ribald and bowdy 
Christmas songs like I Saw Mommy and Santa Claus or... Oh, yeah, I'm going to... Baby, I want to trim your tree. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know. Uh, but no. Uh, not if they're done by the New Jersey's favorite soup kitchen owner and uh, <laughs> hang around her guy with uh, Richie Sambora. Yeah. Who now does country and Western music because I guess uh, Living on a Prayer was a little too funky for him. <laughs> Bon Jovi's come up a couple of times just on the regular show when we've we've been yeah. talking about worst song ever. Because the whole like this song slaps thing at the gym yeah. from a few months back, I remember talking about. Yeah. Um the, every time I've heard like three or four of their really popular songs, I'm like, this is a country song. This is a country band pretending yeah. to be a rock and roll band. So I guess it makes yep. sense. So now he's yeah, now he's just yeah, suck is sucking all the suck right out of Clarence Clarence Garden's song. Right. And next, maybe he'll go on and he'll do Santa Looks a Lot Like Daddy. No, and he's going to do, uh, do the trifecta. S- Santa Claus goes straight to the ghetto and just take the piss right out of that one, too. <laughs> yeah, he'll do a, cub, a, a record full of uh, pa- Parliament Funkadelic. Uh, <laughs> All right. And uh, you want to do the honors? What is uh, our major, major rager? Worst song ever for 2022. I remember the I remember the first time I heard this song. Believe it or not, mm-hmm. I thought it was the funniest thing I had ever heard. What? And it is. It is. I I was I was like eight. Okay. And it's it's the song. Grandma got run over by a reindeer by Elmo and Patsy. I don't know who Elmo uh, is, nor do I know who Patsy is, but I uh, know well, the song. Yeah, let's play the clip as if we need to. Grandma got run over by a reindeer Walking home from our house Christmas Eve You can say there's no such thing as Santa But as for me and Grandpa, we believe She'd been drinking too much eggnog And we begged her not to go yeah, you know what the problem is? You know what the problem is with this song? It's not is... funny. <laughs> exactly. When you just said you thought it was the funniest thing you ever heard, it's like, well, you probably only heard the opening line. Because after the juxtaposition of Grandma getting run over by a reindeer, the song completely ceases to be funny. Yeah. Oh, no, I agree. There's not really a funny line in that song after that. It's entirely possible that I thought it was so funny because the song that preceded it that Christmas on the radio was Daddy Don't Get Drunk for Christmas by John Denver. Hallelujah. Oh, my God. The juxtaposition between Daddy Don't Get Drunk at Christmas and then Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer, which, if you follow the uh, the lyrics, it's because yep. she got you know drunk on eggnog and wanted yes. out. So I was reading up the wiki. You know, the uh, worst this. part of the song is the kid has to go buy some red shoes for her. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> the triplicate of Christmas tragedies right there. So those, the those three songs in a row. Ugh. The Difector. So Elmo and Patsy were just like, kind of like your cousins there that used to just like show up at bars and do, you know, songs and stuff like that while people are eating, which I don't understand why people have that. Shut up. I'm trying to have my macaroni and cheese. All right. Leave me alone. I'm eating a cheeseburger. Yeah. So, you know, Elmo and Patsy were one of those kind of like bar bands. And then... I guess they had a friend that had like wrote this song and like gave them a copy of it on cassette to learn. And so, you know, they played this song and while people are over there eating their, uh, you know, steak tips and, and broccoli, they're like, Oh my God, <laughs> you did a song of a grandma got run over by a reindeer. And it must be you know, Christmas. Yeah. 
Exactly. I mean, this song, whenever they were playing it, was like mid to late 70s. I think uh, uh, 78, I got it over here. And also, Lake Tahoe. Does that explain anything to you? No, but I'm sure that it's related to the the, uh, yeah. the median age of people. I think at Lake Tahoe is somewhere around 950. Yeah. Uh, Lake so. Tahoe is uh, kind of, it's put it this way. It's in Nevada, but not Las Vegas. And yeah. that's all you need to know. <laughs> right. Actually, it's in it's in California, but that part of California may as well be in Nevada. That isn't Las Vegas. Okay. Yes. <laughs> it's, the town, it's the town that's in two places at the same time. It's the strangest yeah. of all places. Your geography lesson. So that's right. where they were from. It's probably why Santa ran them over because he was lost. Yeah. And this song went like crazy viral. Like everybody was clamoring for a copy. Yeah. I mean, it took it took a couple of Christmases for it to get legs, but it did. I remember by the late 80s, it was like super popular on like local radio stations over here on the East Coast. Yes. You know, like I said, it took a couple of years for it get to, to get legs, but my God, it was everywhere. And then as soon as it starts, it's like, oh, here we go. Grandma got run over by a reindeer and everybody, ah! and then the next line, walking home from my house Christmas. And then it's, yeah, like you said, it just ceases to be funny. Right. All right, but that's going to wrap up our very special Christmas episode for this year. Everybody, I hope you had a great Christmas. Enjoy your presents. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your eggnog. Uh, (laughs) uh, Do what you can. Be nice to everybody. Have a good Christmas. Yes, Um, and and just remember those kids who got nothing when you're drinking all your wine. That's right. Uh, And tonight, thank God it's them instead of you. Yes. All right. Say Merry Christmas, Jeff. Merry Christmas, Jeff. And of course, Christmas would not be Christmas, would it, if we didn't have our good friend Mojo Nixon to play us out. Play us out, Mojo. Baby, I wanna trim ya. Baby, I'm gonna.